and welcome to the CWF Gamecast. Today is Friday, the 28th of March, 2008, and this is episode 36 of the Gamecast. I am your host, Jonathan Reinhardt, and today we have a pretty good show for you. We're going to be talking about some news, as usual. We're going to talk about the completion of our server move. We're going to talk about me getting out of a and minis, and we're going to also have our musical guest for you, the Black Crows, with some pod-safe music. Uh, obviously, today is Friday, and not our usual Wednesday for when we podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, not Wednesday, Thursday, when we podcast. <laughs> a little mix-up there. Uh, you can tell it's been a little while uh, that since the last time that we've done this. Um, it's been, I believe, two weeks, in fact. The first time we didn't do it, there were some problems going on around. And then the second time was because of our server move. The website wasn't available during the server move, and we're actually going to talk more about that after the news, but I'm going to try to keep that condensed. And the reason why uh, we didn't have a podcast for you on our usual day of Thursday this week was because of a change in my work schedule. A lot of people had been out with plans and stuff, and I got called in to help out, and I had been sick beginning of the week, so it was actually uh, better out that this got pushed back because I had some bronchitis and sick over the Easter holiday, and now my voice is better, uh, about 90%, so I apologize for you in advance for any uh, discrepancies in my voice that you might be hearing. It's not its usual uh, boisterous self, but uh, we want to get right into it. As usual, try to keep the podcast as short as possible while delivering the great content that you do enjoy. We're going to start off with our usual bit of news, and for the first part of our news, we're going to delve right into the event countdowns uh, as part of our regularly scheduled segments here on the podcast. We do a little content for you of upcoming events that will be interesting. First one is a regular. It's War at Sea. We have War at Sea Nights. Officially happens every Wednesday night at Battleground Games in Abington, Mass. Unofficially, it's more like every other Wednesday night. We try to... um, We get a larger crowd every other Wednesday night. So, for example, last Wednesday night would have been one of those every others. So in two weeks would be another good time to come. There's a larger group of people who come on those events because some of them can only come every other and whatnot. And one of the cool things that is happening with the War at Sea group, in addition to playing War at Sea on Wednesday nights and playing all sorts of board games, I'm a big board game fan, and we can talk about that some other time, but in addition to doing that, a bunch of them are playing their own kind of uh, campaign for Axis and Allies minis. They're doing it, obviously, in chronological order. They had pushed through into Poland, where the Germans overran the Polish army. They're going to be going into France soon, doing about two or three games worth of that. They do about one game a week. And if you're interested in any of that, it's very, you know, laid back and open and free form. You can definitely come on down to Battleground Games in Abington. You want to come on a Wednesday night, of course. And the person you want to talk to, his name is John. He's the one running the entire event. He comes every other Wednesday, so he'll be back in two weeks. And um, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to, you know, get you set up and involved with the campaign. It's a nice little thing going on, a lot of fun, and it's a great way to just kind of play the war at sort of a what-if situation. Also, uh, the sanctioned 40K tournaments by GW, the Ard Boys tournaments, are happening at gaming stores near you. Please head on over to the official Games Workshop website of www dot us hyphen games hyphen workshop dot com and actually I think I got that wrong I believe it's us dot games hyphen workshop dot com my apologies to games workshop and everyone but that is the correct address anyway you go to the games workshop official website and if you're in a 
different country, obviously, like the UK, you'd go to UK dot or whatnot. But you go to them, you can go ahead and click on the link to the Ard Boys tournaments. You can find out where they're happening. You can find out how to join the rules and all that kind of stuff. So you definitely want to go and do that. It's a great way to get some 40k games in and play in an officially sanctioned tournament. One of the big things about playing at official tournaments is chances are you're going to get to play on better terrain than you normally would. Not every game store has great gaming terrain. Uh, it's sad but true. And going to official tournaments is a great way where you can play on some wonderful terrain, take pictures of your army on the board, and just see how it goes and put it up. It's kind of fun. Also, in 14 days or two weeks is going to be Havoc 24. Havoc is a great minis event. And if you're a big fan of Total Confusion, think of Havoc as the mini version of Total Confusion. Just a lot of fun. It's something that you're definitely going to want to do. You can find out more about it by going to havoc.battlegroupboston.org. That's the official website. Head on over there, list the events, how to sign up, how to go, directions, all that good stuff. Also, happening on April 19th, it starts at, I believe, 10 a.m., is going to be a big all-day board gaming event at Rising Phoenix Games in Leicester, Mass. This is going to be presented to you by Total Confusion 22. It's going to be a great place to go, a lot of fun. Uh, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, Rising Phoenix Games is part of our partnership with the CWF Gamecast, where we try to help promote local events in local gaming stores so that People who not only live in the area, but other parts of the New England can find out about them and go to them if they're really interested. Great way to cross-promote. Rising Phoenix Games is one of the newest members, and they have member accounts here on the CWF Gamecast, and I know we'll be seeing content from them soon. And, uh, you know, it's a great way to head on over to their store, and um, it's technically in Cherry Valley, but in Cherry Valley, Mass, and play some great board games, a lot of stuff going on. And as you know, Total Confusion is a great tournament, a great all-day uh, con, they do it for an entire weekend, it already happened, but they're the experts when it comes to board gaming, they're the largest board gaming entity out here in New England, the fact that they're running this event at Rising Phoenix Games is incredible, so please head on over to risingphoenixgames.com for more information, and you want to go and head on over and play those games, don't forget, April 19th, I believe it starts at 10 a.m. We have a few special offers for those of you who listen to the podcast. If you go to Battleground Games in Abington, you can get some good deals on role-playing games and D&D 4th Edition. The first special offer is if you pre-order and prepay for all three core rulebooks for D&D 4th Edition, you'll be entered to win a free case of D&D minis. I said it before, I'll say it again, whether you play D&D minis or not, it's a great thing to do because if you win, and you could win, if you win, you can offload the minis, make all the money back, and maybe a small profit too that you paid on the core rule books. You don't know unless you give it a try, and chances are you want the rule books anyway, so head on over to Battleground Games to pre order and prepay for your fourth edition rule books. Also, they have a 20% off coupon for all D20 game rule books. It excludes. Wizards of the Coast, but other than that, if it's a D20 rulebook, you're going to be able to use the coupon. You need to bring the coupon with you, so you want to head on over to our show notes. We have a link to the coupon. It's a PDF file. Make sure you have Adobe Acrobat Reader, which is free, or if you have a Mac, you can use Preview. Just save the coupon onto your computer. It's a PDF file, as I said. Then print it out, bring it to with you to the store. Say, hey, I want to get this book, and give them the coupon. They'll give you the 20% off. Or, if you're not sure if your book is covered by it, you can 
ask people at the store, talk to anyone who's working there, Beth, Chase, or Derek. They'll let you know if you can use the coupon. Remember, it's 20% off on any D20 uh, rulebook or sourcebook or whatnot, excluding Wizards of the Coast. At this point in time, we are moving on to my favorite segment of this show, and I say it all the time, so you're probably tired of me saying it is my favorite segment of the show, but it is, in fact, my favorite segment of the show. It is the Music to Game By segment, and this week we have for you the song Goodbye Daughters of the Revolution by the Black Crows. This is a piece of pod-safe music put out by the Black Crows, so we hope you enjoy it. It is something you can definitely use in your own podcast if you have them, so please listen to Goodbye Daughters of the Revolution by the Black Crows, and we'll be right back after the song. Thank you. Warning. Warning. Coming up next is the Music to Game By segment in the CWF Gamecast. Please stay tuned. We'll be back after this song.
So welcome back. I hope you enjoyed Goodbye Daughters of the Revolution by the Black Crows. It's a really good song, and I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of the Black Crows, so we're happy and proud to share that song with you. I know we've brought it to you a few times before on the podcast, and we're probably going to be bringing it to you again in the future. It's just a really good song, something kind of fun to break up the show, and something fun that you can listen to on your own. Uh, Right now we have one of our big segments for you. It is in regards to our server move. It's called server move complete slash new changes. As um, I have been talking about for quite a while on the blog and also on the podcast, we had to do a server move. We were on our own servers hosted through the planet and it was great. We had them for about maybe a year, I believe. Unfortunately, they were very expensive. They cost a lot of money and I had been out of work for about six months or so and I recently got some work. I'm working part-time. So it's nice to get the work, but unfortunately it's not enough to pay for the server and all the other requirements of life. As such, we had to cut the server loose. And if this was a high-end podcast with sponsors and all sorts of gizmos, you would have heard uh, some great sound effects there, probably scissors or something. But uh, we had to cut the server loose, so we moved to a new server. And we were... uh, trying to figure out who to go to and whatnot, we ended up choosing Bluehost, mainly because of two reasons. The first is that they're highly supported and endorsed by WordPress. We wanted to make sure that whatever host we used would be compatible to the massive amount of data that we have, and to the fact that we podcast every week, and to the traffic received by the blog. Also, it was highly recommended by the members of the New England Podcasters, And the New England Podcasting Group is a group of people who live in New England and run podcasts. It's only the best podcast in New England. And, you know, someone else had moved before and said, hey, I don't know where to go. And someone suggested Bluehost. And a lot of people were in favor of Bluehost for the blog and whatnot. So we decided, hey, if it's good enough for WordPress and it's good enough for the New England Podcasters, it's good enough for us. So we had moved over to Bluehost. It took us about a week to do. And during that amount of time, it was one of the most stressful moves I've ever encountered in my life. It was about my fourth or fifth time moving websites, and none of them were as difficult or as stressful as this was. And that is why from roughly, let's see, last Tuesday, I believe, through last Friday or Saturday, you were not able to get to the blog. You couldn't get to the podcast, you couldn't get to the blog. All of the domains that I have, which are uh, quite a few, uh, were down. You couldn't get to any data. Uh, There was problems. Things weren't transferred. We lost data. Things were deleted. Stuff still isn't completely right, but we've tried to do our best. It was a major headache, and in some areas we had to start from scratch after we moved. The only reason that we were able to get through it was because of my friend Shane, who deserves major props. Shane, I know you don't listen to the podcast, but... You have to know how thankful I am to you for all of your help in the move. Shane is one of the head tech people over at the Battlestar Wiki. If you go to battlestarwiki.org, it's the biggest wiki I know of for Battlestar Galactica. It's a great group. Uh, It's actually owned by Frack Media, which I am the public relations coordinator for. And uh, Shane's just... He's my guru with that kind of stuff. So Shane, hats off to you, buddy. And because of him... The blog is up, we're able to podcast today, (laughs) and so we're back. Uh, Unfortunately, there was a loss of some features and some functionality. We're trying to fix whatever, 
you know, wasn't working as fast as possible. There's only so many hours in the day and only so much uh, we can do, but we're getting there. One of the positive things, though, with the server move was there's some changes. And the biggest change was that we have a new theme. So when you go to our website of wargamingforums.com, you're going to see that it doesn't look as it did before. The theme's really cool. It's blue. It's very simple. Uh, I've had people who've come and looked at it and said, hey, do you know that looks like something Mac did? It's like an Apple design. And that's exactly what we wanted. It is not a custom theme. The theme is actually the i3 theme. It's a really good theme. It's put out by um, NStudio Design. You can get it by going over to mangoorange.com. And the version we're using is 1.6. It's version where you have both sidebars on the right, you can get them with the sidebars on the left, you can get them the standard view, one sidebar on the left, one sidebar on the right, whatever you like, it has different colors, we opted for the blue, we opted for the two sidebars on the right because the old theme had that set up and we wanted to make sure that we didn't change too much for you too fast. We want to let you get used to it before anything you know gets changed and we don't want to just change for the sake of changing, we want to change for actual real reasons that will make a better experience for you. And uh, the i3 theme is pretty cool. It took a little bit of doing to get it up where we wanted, but it's very customizable. A lot of support from the word um, <laughs> the WordPress community. Had a little brain fart there. Uh, sorry about that. But from the WordPress community, not so much support from the people who make the theme. I'm not really sure why that is. A little less than stellar in my opinion. But the theme itself is great, very compatible, it's up to date, and it works with the new version of WordPress that we're on, which is 2.5 RC1. And the RC stands for Release Candidate. What that means is it's not a real official finished release. It is... Um, not a beta, but it's still being tested. It's very stable. Uh, one of the head guys over at WordPress, his name's Matt, he uses it on his own blog called Photomat. And um, it's very stable. We've been using it for about a week or so. And the main reason why we updated was because of the server move. When we did the move, we had a problem with our tags. And as anyone who's used Flickr or you know Facebook or blogs before know, tags are really important because you can tag content, whether it's a picture, you can tag uh, articles and posts and whatnot. So if we're talking about uh, 40k, right, and we're saying, hey, look, this is great apocalypse battle that happened at Battleground Games, we can put a tag under it that says 40k. So that way you can click on 40k and you can get all our content relating to Warhammer 40,000. And when we did our server move, all the tags, instead of having names, had numbers. So instead of saying 40k, you might get the number 8 and you wouldn't know what the number 8 was about, or what clicking the number 8 would take you to. Clearly, that wasn't <laughs> acceptable at all. And it happened to a lot of people uh, who've moved and re-imported their content to other places, and some people have been able to fix it, some haven't. But it was a known bug in WordPress 2.32 and 2.33. So we said, hey, do you know what? We don't know what to do. So we went to the WordPress people, and they said, upgrade to 2.5 RC1. It'll fix it. At first it didn't, and then we found out we made an error on our end. So we redid it, and it worked. So that's why we're on 2.5 RC1. When the finished, completed version of 2.5 comes out, we will be using that. 2.5 is a great version. It's a lot of fun. It's very easy to use. There are some changes, so it will take a little bit of getting used to, but it's really, really good. Some other changes for the blog, we now have a calendar posted in our sidebar. It's right under our archives, and you can go and look at it. If you see a date that's in like really dark color, you'll know that something was posted on the blog. 
on that date. For example, you can go over and you can look and see, hey, the 28th is dark, and you can click on it. And if you click on it, you'll be taken to a little blog article. It's called An Unhappy Trend. It actually was written by Derek Lloyd, the owner of Battleground Games in Abington. And it's not finished, but uh, if you head on over to that article, you find out why it's not finished and what's going on with it. But it's about Dungeons and Dragons, third edition, and so it's worth something to read. But it's just kind of a cool thing to do. We've also moved things around a little bit on our sidebars so that it's easier for you to see what you need to see. We put the more important stuff at the top. We got rid of things in our sidebar that you don't need. That's not really that important. And uh, one of the cool things that we've done is we put a plugin that talks to Twitter. And we have a Twitter account. And what we use it for basically is so that you can see what is going to be coming up next. It puts, um, it'll post whenever there's a new article on the blog. So that'll show up in Twitter, so there's a little cross-talking going on. Or we can just post a tweet, as Twitter calls it. It's just like a little update to say, hey, this is what's going to be happening next. For example, uh, we had posted one 15 hours ago that said, podcast delayed, work schedule altered, prevention usual Thursday podcast. Look for it soon. And then we had other ones saying what uh, articles were coming up, which is the real reason we wanted it, because we want you to know what we're working on. So if you see that there's just one article posted for a couple days, you think, oh, there's no new content, I'm not coming back. Why am I going to come back if there's not something new every day? Well, you know, we're not a big place, so we can only have so much new content, and we want to spread it out so that there's reason for you to come back all the time for something new. But this lets you know what's coming up. Plus, you can actually post onto our Twitter account, too. So you can say, hey, um, why don't you talk about Lord of the Rings more? Or And so we'll say, oh, cool, we'll see that. It's a way for you to give us a little feedback, and then... Maybe we'll get some Lord of the Rings articles out, and maybe we'll talk about it in the podcast. So just kind of uh, a new thing, and there's a lot of new stuff that you can do, but the biggest change with the move is that we lost about half of the user accounts. There were, you know, a handful of people who had signed up for user accounts, and user accounts let you leave comments, they let you write your own content that you can post directly on the blog. So if you are a store owner, for example, you want to do that because that way it's free. You get in, you get your account, which is free. You post, which is free. You can say, hey, we have this event coming up, and you post it. And then everyone who comes to the blog will see it and go, really cool. And then we see it, and we say, hey, let's put that in the podcast. So then even more people find out. Unfortunately, we lost about half of the user accounts when we moved over. So we've sent emails out to everyone saying, hey, you need to re-sign up. It's free. We apologize about that. Uh, you know, out of our hands. If you haven't signed up yet, please read your email, reply to your email, sign up. All you need to do is go to our website, wargamingforums.com. Over on the right in the sidebar, you'll see a link that says register. Click on that, fill out the short form, and you're done. Uh, so that's about that. And I've gone on at length about the server move because it's very important. Want to make sure that you all know what happened, why things happened, whatnot. We're moving forward from this with our best foot going forth and just taking it in stride. So we're hoping to keep things better and uh, as functional as possible for you. And we hope to not have any more downtime for a long, long time. We're very happy with Bluehost and hope to keep it going. So right now we're going to move on to a little promo. We like to do a promo every now and again. And this one is going to be for the New England podcasters because they were a big help with 
get on us onto Bluehost, so you're going to listen to a little promo for them, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about why I am getting out of Access and Allies minis. So listen to the promo, and we'll be right back. And now, the New England Podcasting Guide to New England Accents. The Boston Accent. Unusual. Wicked Weird. Idea. Idea. Harvard Yard. Harvard Yard. Radio. Podcast. Stop by NewEnglandPodcasting.com today and sample some of the finest podcasts in the world. New England Podcasting is wicked good. We're back, and we hope you will go to the New England Podcasting website and check them out and check out other New England podcasts. But right now, we're going to talk about why I am getting out of Access and Allies minis. I had decided a while ago that I wanted to get out of the game, and when I say I'm getting out of Access and Allies minis, I have to make it clear, I'm keeping my War at Sea stuff but I'm just getting rid of the regular A&A minis. That's all the land-based stuff. And the reason why I'm doing it is because I spent a lot of time, I spent a lot of energy, I spent a lot of money on it, and I just don't really play it. I can't really get into it. It's a decent game, it's fun, and, you know, I have a lot of stuff for it, but I only have so much space, and I can only play so many games. There's so much time in the day, so many days that one can play games, and, you know, the time's just not there for me to play it. So I figured, instead of me keeping all the stuff, I'm going to let other people get it. So I'm trading stuff and I'm, you know, selling them or whatever. I'm going to keep a few things, you know, just to display whatever, some tanks or whatnot, because they're kind of cool. But over 99% of my stuff will be getting rid of. I'm keeping all my War at Sea, but not my regular a minis. And so we went ahead and I created a list and posted it on the blog, listing every single thing that I have for a minis and how many I have whether they're common, uncommon, or rare, and I broke it down by set and then by nation. You can see all of that by going to our show notes. There's a link right to the actual blog article, or if you go to the blog and you can just do a search for getting out of access and allies, it'll show you my list. If you're interested in any of this, and I don't really want this to be like, hey, buy stuff for me, but if you're interested, uh, my standard rule is I trade one-to-one for rares, Two to one for uncommons, three to one for commons, and if you just want to buy stuff, work that out separately. Uh, but the main reason why I'm doing this, in addition to that, is because I want to get stuff for War at Sea set two, and I'm planning on buying a case. And I mean, I know that's expensive, and it can be rewarding, but there still can be a lot of stuff I won't have. So it is my hope that people who are nearby, who like War at Sea, who get War at Sea set two and get things that they don't want, and see that I have things they do want from Axis and Allies, that we can do some trading. Plus, I'm getting back into Star Wars minis. been getting some things uh, on eBay, and I won't tell you my eBay name or what I'm looking for, because you might outbid me, and that would not be very nice at all. But, um, more seriously, uh, I just have so much room. Uh, you know, I live where I am, and if you were to see pictures of this place, you'd say, hey, that's a lot of gaming stuff. It's very geeky there, and there's only so much room to go, so stuff has to go, and that means my Exes and Allies minis are going. It is a good game, it is a lot of fun, but it's not for me. I know it is for someone, and there are new sets all the time, so maybe it is a game for you. As I had said early on the show, on Wednesdays, that it is War at Sea Night at Battleground Games, and if you go there, they're doing a campaign with uh, the Exes and Allies minis. If you want to get in the campaign, you might not have stuff that you would need for the campaign. They're doing, you know, year restrictions 
on things. So if they're only in 1939, you can only use stuff from 1939. Maybe I have stuff that you need and, you know, can work stuff out or whatnot. Uh, my goal is just to get the stuff out there to people who can use it, who want it, and who will play with it. Uh, I hate to see stuff just laying around not being used. It's not my style and anymore, at least. And, uh, you know, as I said, there's a lot of new sets coming out for Access to Nala's minis. Uh, the 1939 to 1945 series, North Africa, coming out today. And they're doing the Eastern Front soon. Uh, they're nice, but unfortunately, I feel that, you know, I don't really need the originals because of that. They're basically reissues of the originals to a different scale. The vehicles are larger, more in line with the scale that they should be. So I have all these smaller vehicles and tanks and stuff that just don't really fit in, and I don't want to be buying all new 1939 to 1945 stuff. And I could, you know, keep it and find time to play and use my small minis and... I don't know, not for me. But it's probably for somebody. Maybe it's for you. And, uh, there's a lot of people around who are willing to play the game. It's a good game, it's put out by a good company, and it can be a lot of fun. Who knows, you could get the stuff from me and play some combo games. Uh, I could be doing the sea aspect and you could be doing the land. It could be a lot of fun. And I could see a lot of people going a lot of places with it. I just have so much stuff access to Nally's minis. It's ridiculous. I have everything from set one all the way up to 1939 to 1945 base set. And it's just so much stuff. It, it amazes me. I have uh, a big toolkit that I use, uh, a tool case, it's like a Stanley, you know, one of the big plastic ones you put your tools and stuff in. Well, I use it for my access and allies minis. The top tray is my ward C, and underneath, in like four inches worth of models, are my a and minis. Tanks, guys, guns, you name it, they're in that four inches worth of this stuff. And, you know, I need that room for something else, so I hope you get it. And uh, if you're interested in any of these, I do suggest you go onto the blog, and you can contact us, send an email to cwfgamecast at wargamingforums.com and I'll get that and we can talk it out. Uh, I do have to let you know if you're interested in the Crusader 2 from set 1 for the United Kingdom that is already taken. I need to update that on the blog but uh, my gaming buddy John uh, is in need of it and so that is off the market. But anything else you want is yours. And now we get to move on to another segment of the show. We get to go ahead and talk about No Quarter, number 17. And uh, No Quarter 17 is the most recent issue of No Quarter. It's a, actually, it's a really good issue. I was very impressed, and maybe it was just because, you know, the last issue I had read was that November 07 issue, which was, in my opinion, utter and complete total crap. <laughs> and I would apologize for that, but it's true. I've asked other people who are into... The game's way more than I am. I don't get to play them that much, but I, I do enjoy the magazine. I love playing Infernal Contraption. I think I'm going to be a big fan of Monster Apocalypse. Uh, and War Machine's good. I get a lot of War Machines. Well, to me, what's a lot of War Machine stuff? It's not really a lot, but I have War Machine stuff. And, you know, some of it's assembled and painted by my friend Steve, and some of it's waiting to be assembled and painted. And one of these days, I'll get to play it and stuff. But from the people who I know, who I'm friends with, who are really into it, they said that. The November 07 issue was crap, and I agree. I just couldn't get into it. So maybe that's why I like issue 17 so much. But issue 17 was great. There was a great article about Monster Apocalypse. So, I mean, obviously that won me over because I am the 
stereotypical collectible um, mini game guy. Uh, if it's collectible and it's minis and cards or whatever, chances are I'm going to want it. <laughs> and I'm going to say, hey, look, that's new and shiny. I need that now. Let me spend all my money. Oh, oops, can't pay bills. But uh, <laughs> Monster Apocalypse is just something that appeals to me. And the article was really good in it. It talks about the factions, and I'm looking down now to pull out my no quarter, so if you can't hear me very well, that's why. Uh, I know when you're recording, you should be talking into the microphone, but it's tough when the microphone's in your iMac, <laughs> and you're trying to look down while talking forward and not tilting your head down so you can look at the no quarter so you can cite things from it, which means that it was poor planning on my part because I should have just gone ahead and done that before I recorded, wrote it down, and had it to read from a little bit of a script without sounding script-like. <laughs> but uh, the Monster Apocalypse article, as I said, was really, really good. They got some pictures in there of some of the stuff, and I'm looking but can't find. And um, they had some other really good articles. They got a whole segment in here, if you're new to War Machine and Hordes, on how to get started, because it can be a challenge. If you've never played the stuff before, and you're not really sure what to do, you want to know, how do you get into it? Well, the studio guys, people who work for Private Press, created four armies. They got the um, Pirates, they got Scorn, they got Legion of Everblight, and they got Cricks. And uh, so you can see that it's a 50-50 uh, mix, 50% uh, War Machine, 50% Hordes. And they say what they picked, why they picked it, how many points it is, and whatnot, and why it's good to get started with that. I believe they all had to go up to no more than three excuse me, 350 points to start, which makes sense because most of these starter uh, battle boxes that you get are 350 points of um, models and stuff, so it's a good way to get going in the game. It was a really good article, and they had tons of coverage about modeling, about assembling things, painting things, making terrain. They had a special, um, what do we call it, battle that took place in a cave. It was like this mine quarry kind of place. And so they had to make the mine quarry. And there's an article uh, after the battle report, which is really good and worth reading, so please read it, uh, about the mine. And if you look in the beginning of the battle report, it shows the table and shows what they had done. And there's, like, removable walls and there's holes that models can fall down and die and never come back from. And they got uh, mining carts and all sorts of things, a little railway. But then you go back, and it shows you how they made it. And not only did they make the table, but... They put, like, a mountain on top of it that they made to hide what's inside the mines. So whoever's defending, you put your stuff in there, and since you get the cover on top, the, your opponent can't see what you have and where you have it. Really, really cool. Um, so that was another really good highlight. It's, you know, $5.99. You can't go wrong with that unless, you know, you can't get it because when you go to buy your no-quarter, someone else pre-orders eight copies so they can get the exclusive minis, preventing you from getting one copy so you can read through and enjoy it. Cough, cough, you know who you are. Cough. <laughs> um, that's just a little inside thing between me and my friends. So, you know, two people will understand that, which is makes for bad podcasting. But uh, getting back to the good stuff, uh, I do just want to get back to Monster Apocalypse because I have it right in front of me, or I did. Uh, but there's a few factions, which is really, really cool, as I had said. And they show some pictures from the factions, and they don't really give, you know, stat info about them. But they do give you uh, a list of all the factions, and they give you kind of fluff about it. Uh, I'm just going to run through the list of the factions if 
you buy No Quarter 17, which you should, you will be able to read it on page 62 and 63, what the factions are. But there's protectors, collaborators, radicals, invaders, destroyers, and fiends. And um, each of these is separate. They have their own little, you know, modus operandi on what to do and whatnot. But they showed the first two, the... Um, no, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. I'm sorry. They show the radicals and the um, the protectors. The protectors are called Guard, the globally united advanced research and defense group, I guess, which is kind of an awkward name, but they needed something to come up with that acronym. And then the radicals are the pterosaurs and green furry. So basically, you get gigantic mechs versus Godzilla-like things, as if you know Godzilla was made by Bravity Press and thrown into hordes. So it's kind of a cross between the new GW Carnosaur and, like, Private Day Press saying, hey, look, we make kick-ass models, so we're going to make our own version of a non-Godzilla Godzilla. And they get four more. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. As I said, they get their own thing coming out. They're going to be coming out, all of it, the entire game, in 2008, so that's this year, so you're going to be able to get that then. It's going to be all sorts of stuff. It's pre-painted models. I don't remember if it's collectible or not, but it is pre-painted, so it might be a little bit closer to 1843 in that regard. But the entire No Quarter is just really good. They have a lot of stuff about Legends. If you're a fan of War Machine, you've been keeping an eye on Legends for the book because you want to know all about the new solos, the new uh, casters, the new allies, all of that. There's a really good new uh, caster, an epic caster, actually, for Minoth, so that's pretty cool. They get some RPG stuff. They teach you how to use the hobby tools that they make. And it seems like nowadays every game company is coming out with their own hobby tools. You know, you just get whatever hobby tool works for you. It doesn't matter whether it says Gale Force 9 on it or GW or Private Day Press or, you know, Home Depot or whatnot. Uh, as long as it works for you, that's all that matters. But uh, it's a really good issue. Six bucks, issue 17 for Macho 8. So the new one will be coming out in May, I believe. So, you know. Go to their store and pick it up. And Oh, also, just one last thing. They're doing the usual painting challenge. And um, you got to show how to mimic source lighting on your mini. So basically, when you paint your model, you got to have some sort of way to show that light is hitting it or how light deals with it. It could be whatever kind of light you want to fit in the fluff of you know your particular model that you're doing. But uh, you can win stuff from Private Press, so you want to do that, and it's all inside this issue of No Quarter on page 54. So head on over, check that out. No Quarter is pretty cool. It's $5.99. Can't go wrong. And this is the end of the show. So as usual, we ask you, nay, we beg you to give us your feedback. You can email it to us at cwfgamecast at wargamingforums.com or we have a contact us page on the blog head on over to the blog at wargamingforums.com and use the contact us page additionally if you just listen to this through iTunes you can leave a little uh, comment on iTunes and let us know what you think about stuff and we check that every now and again and find out what's going on you can use Twitter to leave a comment on our blog by going to our blog and leaving it there or send us an instant message to CW Forums on AOL Instant Messenger. Anna, we're connected to that 24-7. Send us feedback, let us know what you think, what you like, what you hate, all that good stuff. We read it all. And uh, we usually respond to it all, too. 
Uh, we don't get a whole lot of feedback. Uh, we wish we got more. We wish we got a little more audience participation and whatnot. Uh, more comments on the articles on the blog, more comments about the podcast. But, you know, whatever you give us, we take. We like to hear it. So give that to us. And I have to let you know that the next podcast will not be next week. Uh, it'll be April 10th. Uh, 2000, no, I'm sorry, April 11th, 2008. Uh, the 11th is a Thursday, uh, and the 10th is a Wednesday. We podcast on Thursdays. It'll be April 11th, 2008, and the reason for that is next weekend is my third anniversary of dating my fiance. She's taking me away on a weekend getaway, so it'll be pretty nice, and, uh, you know, working as much as possible to uh, get some extra cash before the uh, vacation to have some spending money, and then, of course, packing, so... That'll take up my time, and unfortunately that means no podcasts for everyone, so I do apologize for that, because we've missed quite a few podcasts, and uh, we're trying not to do that, so we apologize for that. We also apologize for the downtime from the server move and everything, and I just want to say that, you know, that will be a thing of the past. So, we're moving forward, and big smile on our face, and hoping that you bear with us, and that you understand, and that we will be back. So remember, next podcast, April 11th. 2008. That's a Thursday. It's two weeks, people. Two weeks from today. In the meantime, you'll still be getting blog articles because, well, we set it up that way. Anyway, if you want to hear back from us about stuff, find out more things, head on over to our website of wargamingforums.com. That's it. We're out of here. It's Friday. Have a good weekend. And don't forget, keep on gaming. Bye.